Happy Hour Podcast. My name is Jada Lovick from jlhealthandwellness.com, and today we actually have another guest on our show. Sophia Bernard is an attorney and a former NCAA Division II athlete with an enthusiastic approach to health and fitness. She is currently based in Tampa, Florida. In a lot of ways, health and fitness instilled in her the discipline that she needed to be successful in all areas of her life. She strongly believes that health is and should be the number one reason for embarking on a lifestyle change, but the secondary effect of obtaining control and discipline in your personal and professional life is just as appeasing. She finds passion in educating her clients on how to spot and avoid various fad diets, such as the keto diet, intermittent fasting, eating only salads, and hours of cardio. A lot of times, clients are frustrated by the lack of results or the relapse effect when attempting these fad trends. She believes in showing clients how to not only diet, but change their lifestyle, all while attaining lasting results. There is a way to diet without guilt, effectively work out at home, find time for the gym, and actually know how to exercise properly in the gym, all while having fun. Please help me welcome Sophia Bernard. All right, Sophia, thank you so much for coming on to the show. Um, To start off, I want to ask something that I ask all of my guests. What are three things that you're thankful for? Um, So my top three things would be definitely family. I'm 100% thankful for my family. We're a very close group. Um, Health and love. Awesome. Sounds great, especially with the new year coming in. Yes. (laughs) Okay, so you deal with weight loss clients in particular. Um, What inspires you to develop the handout that you'll be telling us about regarding like healthier options to eat at fast food restaurants in particular? Yeah. So I guess like my main motivation was it's a little bit like through my own experience and just like the influx of things that you see online. Like I think that there's this idea that the only way to lose weight is to eat clean and people kind of sort of abuse that word. And so for people who are, you know, like me and have super busy schedules and want to get on the right track, it's not always that feasible to meal plan you know for seven days or even if you can meal plan for seven days it might not be feasible to be able to take that food with you everywhere because you might have um, lunch meetings you know the office might, might be hosting something you might be traveling you might be doing like a bunch of different things so I really wanted to show people that there's a way to make healthy choices without having to stretch yourself with the burden of um, meal prepping because you don't have like meal prepping obviously is the better option but it's not the only option. It's not the only way of doing things. You can definitely go to most restaurants, any restaurants, and find something on the menu that would fit that fits your diet and helps promote your needs. Yeah, and I think that's so important because, like you said, you know, clean eating, clean eating, and like, yes, that's the goal. But realistically, that can't always happen for everybody, especially people who are constantly on the goal or people who are constantly traveling. It just makes it a little bit more difficult. Have you always had like a healthier lifestyle or? Was there a certain point that you kind of had like a turning point for yourself? Um, definitely a turning point. Active lifestyle, yes. Healthy lifestyle, no. Yeah. <laughs> I um, So I'm a former athlete. I've been an athlete since the age of nine years old. Like I ran track when I was nine. I cheered. I danced. And then I, I did the same thing in high school. I did the same thing in college. College is mostly just track and field. And I also cheered in the um, fall. Um, so when I did that, like, it was really what kept me was probably just like being that active and genetics because I ate terribly. I loved McDonald's dollar menu yeah, <laughs> and I love sweets and I love, you know, things that weren't the best 
a healthy lifestyle, but I definitely ha- always had a fit and a fit and active lifestyle. Health, um, it shifted. I guess I want to say probably when I turned 25 and realized I couldn't just eat anything I wanted and started gaining like bad weight. Yeah. <laughs> So it really motivated me to learn a little bit more about nutrition and how I can use nutrition and my already pretty active life to really shape and mold my body the way I wanted it to. Gotcha. And I'm assuming you've noticed like physical differences, like not just appearance, but you've noticed differences in how you feel ever since you did switch over to like a healthier lifestyle. Yes, 100%. Like I, I don't drink coffee and I have like more energy. Um, but that's also like a product of getting at least set six to eight hours of sleep and also making better choices. Like I drink a lot more water. Like back then, like my friends now, they're a little surprised because like probably, you know, people didn't decade chance now. If you, if you look at my decade, there was a time where I thought water was the worst thing on the planet. It was disgusting and I refused to drink it. I would literally only drink like Gatorade and juice to stay hydrated. Mm-hmm. And now I don't even touch those things. I only drink water and I drink like a gallon of it. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. I think that is definitely a goal that so many people have. So hopefully that can be a couple of New Year's resolutions. Okay. Yeah, and it feels it feels better. Like I just I would not like I would not drink juice now. Like I'll drink it sometimes, but my preference is always water. Yeah, which is a great thing. All right, so tell us about this handout in detail that you have created. Okay, so it's my handout is the it's the busy woman's um, fast food guide, and so there you know I thought about just like putting all a bunch of as much restaurants in them as I could, but that's like realistically not possible and probably would take more time than that's actually worth for someone to have to follow through all those pages. So I focused on some of like the main ones, like there's Subway in there, there's Chick-fil-A in there. I even do, I do have McDonald's in there. I think I have Wendy's, um, but just some of the major chains that you can find in every state. And from there, I picked things from those menus that I consider to be the best option and the best choice for either breakfast or lunch and dinner. And then I have a section in there where for the restaurants that are not on there, like if you want to go to like, let's say like Carabas or you want to go have Thai or Chinese or Indian, I separated by, um, by food groups. So by, I'm sorry, by nationality. So like there's a Mexican section in there and it shows you like what type of Mexican dishes to pick if you're eating Mexican, same thing for Italian the same thing oh. for like Indian and, and Thai food. So really it's kind of, sh- it's geared to try to show you like how to pick food at restaurants that are better, less fat, um, and just like better nutritional value. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you for that. Cause I know, I mean, I'm going to definitely be using that myself and, you know, even being a personal trainer myself, I think sometimes I struggle because as many people know, sometimes salads, depending on where you go, can actually have more calories and more empty calories, like, you know, than would like a burger or like a chicken sandwich somewhere. And I thought that, I've always thought that was like really, really impressive, you know, cause I'm like, glad you said yeah. that. That's like, like salads are the worst things to pick. Yeah. I almost like at, at restaurants because you're right like like uh, like I think like the Wendy salad actually even Chick-fil-A salad like it's probably like a, almost a thousand calories because like all like the blue cheese and like all this different fruit and these nuts and all this stuff and then like the dressings have so much calories in it too so I definitely I would not recommend like salads when you're going out unless you like take everything out of it yeah exactly you can like be robbing yourself and then you're still going to be wondering why you're not losing weight 
Exactly. And I think, and I think that a lot of people do that because when you talk to the regular person about like losing weight and like how to eat, like they're almost always like, Oh, I should get a salad or I need to get a salad. And it's not like, it's not the best choice. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And it's all about just, you know, making informed decisions. So mm-hmm. thank you for that. Um, so we will definitely like provide the listeners with that handout and we'll let them know in a little bit where they can get it. So what is your number one piece of advice when it comes to clients who want to lose weight, but may be struggling? Um, I would say the number one piece of advice really is like, it's twofold. Like number one, like, are you really doing what you need to do to lose weight? So I think like people who struggle with weight loss, they would find that maybe they're not really eating in a calorie deficit. Like, are you having a Coca-Cola, a Diet Coke every meal? Like, are you, what, what are you, what are you really doing that you think is not working? If you break that down, you'll probably find a lot of gaps and why the person isn't losing weight. And then the second piece of advice is to really just stay patient and diligent and just continue down the path and let whatever happens, happens. Because I think the number one thing you need to have when you're on this journey is to have patience. You might be getting results, but you might not see the results. And it might, not, it might take a while for you to actually see the change, even though the change is happening. So just stay patient and stay in state of course and don't give up. Wow. Awesome advice. I will say that that's definitely something to really, really live by because I think we live in like a culture just where it's like such a rush culture. We want super quick results, like immediate gratification. And to be honest, it's not always going to be like that. And you know, the quote, like nothing worth having comes easy or however it goes. Exactly. And I think, I think a lot of that too is like, you see, like, even like, I mean, it's about to be the first of the year. So you're going to see a lot more of them and not knocking anyone down or anything down. But I think, you know, a lot of things don't show the whole picture. So you see these like six week challenges or eight week challenges that promise like these dramatic, dramatic changes. And it's not true for everyone and like that that type of change is not realistic to happen in such a short amount of time so I think people look at those and they see those before and after pictures and they don't they a don't recognize that you're that's not you guys don't have the same body and two the person probably is standing at an angle that makes it very flattering for them and three like you that type of any type of real change is gonna take time to achieve especially if you want it to last forever exactly yep and then on top of that like depending on what you're doing and how you're losing that weight, you may be doing yourself more damage and damaging your metabolism. Yes. That's also something we have to really keep in mind. Oh, yeah. Like I saw, I think I was on, and one of them, I'm, I'm in like a whole bunch of different like um, health and fitness groups. And I saw one young lady today give someone else advice about losing weight and told her she needs to be eating. She was breastfeeding, by the way. Mm-hmm. And told her she needs to be eating like twelve to 1,300 calories a day. And I'm like, oh, wow, for breastfeeding, first, that's like too low for a regular woman. But like for a breastfeeding woman who's already burning yes. like 600 calories just by breastfeeding, you want her to eat, She's gonna. that's starvation. That's the type of thing that, that's going to damage your metabolism and it's going to cause this significant yo-yo effect. Like once you eat normal, you will gain like 10 pounds in a day. Exactly. Yeah. So with that being said, we encourage everybody to obviously inform yourselves on everything you're doing. Don't just do it because someone else is doing it because it may be working for them. Yeah. Really educate yourselves, really inform yourselves because that's the most important and not to, not all bodies are the same, obviously. Yes. Yes. Do you have any closing words? Um, yeah, just, you know, just really, I just want, I always like to emphasize like the patience part. I mean, if you're really in it to make a lifelong change, you a hundred percent need to be patient and you need to be okay with 
like you're not going to be able to figure it out on your own and that's okay it's okay to seek help from a professional to get you started you don't have to stick or stay with this person like forever but it's okay to get guidance from a professional to make sure you're doing everything you need to do or else you're going to be stuck in this front where you think genetics or whatever else is hindering you from achieving your goals because these goals are 100 possible you just need to have the right formula exactly thank you for that very very true where can we find you um, my Instagram is Esquire in Love. It's at E-S-Q-U-I-R-E-I-N-L-O-V-E. And um, on the, in Facebook, I'm under my real name as Sophia Bernard. Awesome. And then you do have a Facebook group also if anybody wanted to join. Yes, Fitness for Busy Women. Awesome. Thank you. And obviously so many of us are busy, just kind of like running around trying to handle our day-to-day tasks in life. So She really does give some great information on that Facebook page if anybody's interested in joining. I will also have this podcast linked on my website at jlhealthandwellness.com and the handout, how do we get access to that? I have a link to the handout. I think it's in my Facebook group. If anyone wants it, um, they can have access to it. Okay, awesome. All right, so I will post the Facebook account details also in the show notes of this podcast if anybody is interested. Thank you so much for listening, everybody, and I will talk to you on the next episode. Thank you. Please remember that this podcast is intended for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist, or any other medical or mental health professional. I'm simply here to educate and empower you on health and wellness topics that commonly affect us. Please consult your physician before beginning any exercise program, as well as any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. I wish you all the very best. And remember, when you know better, you do better. Once again, let's toast to health and happiness. And thanks for tuning in to the Health and Wellness Happy Hour podcast. (laughs) 